Welcome to the Power Kid Podcast, the premier and longest running podcast focused on the modern toy and entertainment industry. Power Kid is an award-winning design and development firm, and we are a proud member of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. Adventure Media is the publisher of your favorite industry publications, including the Toy Book, the Toy Insider, and the Pop Insider. I am your host, Phil Albritton, and I bring you great conversations with talented people making amazing products for kids. Toys, books, games, TV, movies, I bring them to you here every episode. Welcome aboard. Hello, 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 Power Kids, and welcome to the third edition of our special invention series on the Power Kid podcast. I sit down again with Matt Nuccio, and today we are talking about the pitch. In the first two episodes, we talked about the idea, keeping it in your brain, all of the things you can do to get that idea ready to come into the world. Second episode, we talked about the prototype, birthing that idea into a physical form Now you've got that ready to go. You set up your first sales meeting. You're going into the pitch. And Matt, how do you feel? Uh, Exuberated. (laughs) (laughs) He's ready. He's ready to go. Ready to show your idea, maybe for the first time to a company. And so for first time inventors, uh, some tips, some hints how to think about the pitch. And and ultimately, Matt, I think we're going to wrap up this conversation And it's all going to revolve around really focusing on the manufacturer, having an understanding of who they are, what brands they represent and hold, and what type of items they are looking for. Yes. Pitch the right product to the right company. That's exactly right. Uh, But let's start the conversation with kind of the timing of when to pitch. Expectations. Look, if you pitch this item before the holidays of one year, do not expect that item to be ready and on the shelves of Christmas of that year, right? It's going to take one or two years potentially to build that item into something that is marketable, manufacturable, and ready to go. And we talked a little bit, Matt, about pitching at trade shows. Uh, What's your thought on that? Don't do it. It's, it's, it's the worst place to pitch. It really is. <laughs> it, 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 it's a bunch. It's, it's first off, let's, let's use New York toy fair as an right. example. They're there to sell retail. They're there to meet with buyers and to, to do their sales pitch and to do their dog and pony show, not to, you know, hustle into the corner and, and, and look at some, you know, your portfolio of inventions. And it, it's a horrible time. There's too much going on. There's too many people running around. Um, you know, I I can tell you right now that you know I'm friends with a lot of inventor relations guys. You know, sometimes they get bogged down with you know 30 meetings in a day, and I don't think they could by the last meeting they couldn't tell you what the first five or ten meetings were like. Sure, uh, absolutely. What's going yeah. on? And Toy Fair in its own right is overstimulating. Right, right. You know. Don't don't catch them in an exhausting moment if you can, if you can help it. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at trade shows, look, their minds are other places. They're selling the product they've already manufactured. Um, now, often they will want to see an idea, and that's great. And sometimes that's because they're just bored of sitting in their booth. Well, <laughs> before, it's like, oh no, if I don't make meetings, I'm not going to go get a free trip to New York. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, so when is the best time to pitch? How do you arrange? a pitch so that you can really sit down and everyone can focus the way they need to. Well, you know, 
I find that everyone's schedules are different, right? They all have their different lead times. Uh, so, if if possible, if you can get if you can get a hold of somebody, you should ask them, right? And see when when they like to meet. You know, odds are if they're trying to justify that trip to New York, they're going to tell you what toy fair. <laughs> and, uh, That's right. But um, but if you can get a hold of them, otherwise, you know, do so. There's also you know, there's lots of events. You know, Shy Tag is a good place where everyone's there just focused on. On pitching, right? That's the whole idea of the, of, of the event. Absolutely. Um, you know, and just you know, just feel them out. You know, if you create the relationships with these event relations people, they'll tell you when the windows are. They'll they'll have times and needs for when they're looking for specific stuff. You know, and just arbitrarily showing them things. You know, it can actually kill a product too. Like right now, anything that you're pitching right now, if I start getting licensing deals now with certain companies, that's great because the, the big guys of the world, you know, they lock in, but they need two years to develop. But some of the smaller guys, there's a good chance I might get dropped by the time it, it rolls around because they're not going to start pitching this stuff until October. That's right. Right. So if they agree and shake my hand today, they might, you know, see a lot more stuff between now and October, and all of a sudden I find myself on the outs. It's happened many times. Understanding the timing of the industry, but drill down, and more importantly, understanding the timing of that individual company that you want to pitch, which again, it's all about knowing the manufacturer and understanding their needs and wants. So a couple of things that you can prepare for before the pitch, Um, just positive energy. It's a toy industry. Make it fun. Know what you're going to say right off the bat. Know your product inside and out. And then finally, again, know your audience. So we go into the pitch, Matt. Number one, I like to show the opportunity. I like to spend a, a few moments talking about here's the white space. Here is the unmet demand. And here is the invention that's going to fill that space. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you just you know blow the curtains open and just big smoke bomb and be like, here it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. Pave, pave the road, right. Make sure that they they see the direction that you're going. Um, think about that company's brands that they already own, and how might your invention be leveraged into this brand. And this is something that can even happen in the ideation stage, Cabbage Patch, Avengers, Barbie, Monopoly, whatever brand you're thinking about, how could your invention help that brand to expand? Yes. Brand and or category. So not, so we should not confuse the two. Very so, good. Talk, yeah. Talk about that. So like a brand would be Barbie, right? The category would be dolls. So there's there's other companies, right, that would that do fashion dolls, but they'll have several lines. So if you've got a baby doll idea, there's companies that do nothing but baby dolls, right? So you can pitch them, and they can choose which brand it's for. But if you're brand specific, which can be very good, you have to. It's a very you're very niche, right? And you know if you're just designing something for Barbie, you need to know Barbie inside and out. You that's right. Really got to be a student of Barbie because they. They've seen it all. Yeah, exactly. Do do your homework, again, wherever you're going to pitch. I like to lead with a clever name, Matt. I think that starts things off on a good foot. Um, I think it begins to build a picture of what the item could be on the shelf and as a brand. So if you can come up with a clever name, and sometimes that is an exercise in and of itself outside of invention, uh, but just having a clever name can be key to the pitch. Well, absolutely. You know, you walk in and be like, here's the Thunder Clutch Whirly Dingy. Like, you know, 
<laughs> right. I'm writing that down. That's a good one. You'll spark, you'll spark some conversation. I actually stole that from DuckTales. I don't know why it sticks in my head. But I... <laughs> it's only been 30 years since I saw that episode. Uh, it, really, it really stuck. It really stuck. <laughs> yes, I was a big fan of Launchpad McQuack. Um, oh, of course. Uh, but let's see. Um, yeah, of course, because I'm – this is far from the norm, but there has been the exception to which I have licensed something based strictly on the name. Nice. Because the name is so descriptive and so says what it does that everybody in the room goes, oh, yeah, we get it. Yeah. And then we develop, get it, yeah. <laughs> we develop a line around it. And if you have the trademark on that great name, you know, right. it, can, it can open a lot of doors. But it's really – it's a really hard one. That's rare, right? That's yeah. rare, but 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 makes for a great story. Um, it's important that you do playtesting before, whether it's a game or or your your mechanical prototype, your electronic prototype. But share those reviews. I play tested with these people, and here was the reaction. Kids uh, enjoyed it. This is what they enjoyed about it. Get into the specifics um, and really talk about the items, the item in those terms. I think that's a valuable conversation. To have, and then be ready to talk about costing. If you're not a, a costing engineer, that's okay. But just be ready to have that conversation that you've looked at items that are similar, and generally this is where you find uh, your suggested retail price is going to be on that item. All of those things uh, become a part of the pitch, right? Yeah. Well, if you're deep into an item, right? So let's say this is you're, you've got all your, you, you know. You got everything invested into this one particular item, and you're really trying to secure a deal. Uh, try and get costing. You know, a BOM, bill of materials, is very valuable to a potential you know company that wants to take on your item because they can look through it and they can see what the costing is, and they could also hand it to their own sources to see if it's comparable. Excellent. So you get to the end of the pitch. It could go a couple of different directions. And we're going to talk about in the next episode what to expect after your pitch and some of the timing on uh, on the things that happen after your pitch. If your item stokes an interest and the manufacturer is interested in your item. But one of the ways that that can go, and let's be frank, Matt, usually goes is rejection. And I think any inventor in the toy industry, any inventor in any industry has to be ready for rejection, has to learn how to mold rejection into something that's usable and ammunition for the next round, just more information so that you can become better and better at your trade. Um, do you agree? The, you mean the whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger approach? That's it. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well said. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't keep repeating the same mistakes, you know, you should at least pay attention <laughs> to right. what may or may not have, have, have worked. Yeah. But also, you know, that's in your presentation. That's in how you present. That's not necessarily the product. Yeah. You know, different, different people are present different ways you know i mean i'm sure if you watch me present you'd think i'm a train wreck you know <laughs> but um <laughs> but it seems to work for whatever reason you know I, the people laugh and you know i keep them entertained and you, you make you do something that you try to be memorable right but also make sure the product's memorable well said and it comes down a lot of times to tenacity and and your marketing skills uh, but if you've got a great item it's going to sell itself. And that's what everybody in the room wants to see. Something that they can take, get the idea, it sells itself, and they can 
take it through all of through all of the gates that they need to take it to to get it to manufacture because it's such a great idea it sells itself. Yeah, and Nielsen, you here's here's a, something I picked up on, and it's you know, but it's it's weird that most people don't because I think it's it's innate to the human condition is that you kind of know if you have a deal on the spot, just like you kind of know that this person is into you when you meet them, you know, on a first date, uh, you know, and if, and if you, if you're not getting that vibe that they're going to be calling you back tomorrow, then odds are they're not calling you back tomorrow. And, and if you start calling them a week later and they're not replying to you, it's just as crazy as you calling that girl. <laughs> and, you, know, you know, you have to understand there's such thing as the soft no. They, you know, some not everyone wants it. And, you know, and a lot of these guys, they're going to give you the soft no because they don't know what you're bringing next time. You know, right. they don't want to hurt right. you and they don't want to offend you. And they want you they want to encourage you to keep coming back. And uh, and you should, you know, just you know, listen to what they have, the feedback that they have to say, because they're kind of also trying to tell you where you should go. If they're a good products relations person, they'll be like, hey, you know, maybe I'm not so sure about this. But, you know, if you were to focus more into the, you know, ping pong area, you know, perhaps this, you know, they'd be like you should be listening, you know. Yes. Yes. Listen for those hints. Great advice, Matt. Guys, next episode, all about dating and how to get the girl of your dreams. I'm kidding. (laughs) Next episode, what to expect next. If you get that nod, you get that yes, what to expect next. We're going to dive into it. Matt, this has been a ton of fun. Thanks for coming on and look forward to the next episode. Always a pleasure. Looking forward to it, too.